Good evening, everybody. This is episode 111. Uh, must be something in the numbers tonight. The 111. Um, we've got a new band formed uh, called Font. So being a graphic designer, this uh, this name could be could be an interesting one of where this name came from. But let's have a let's have a chat to these guys shortly. So before we do, um, just a couple of things. Uh, I'd like to quick shout out to our good friends, Electric Mary, who are just about to return back to Australia after 23 shows uh, through Europe, uh, through 11 countries. Uh, it's been fantastic to see a big tour uh, from an Aussie artist out there again, doing great things. So welcome back, boys. Uh, they obviously lend us uh, the track for that we use to welcome everyone at the start of the show. So uh, look forward to seeing those boys back. And uh, no doubt, plenty of stories to tell after a tour like that, for sure. Uh, just a couple of upcoming shows, too, for next week. I uh, just want to have a quick shout-out to Jessica Lux uh, next Tuesday night. And also next Wednesday, we're going to do one with Zoe Fox and the Rocker Clocks. So keep an eye out for that one. It's a bit of a mouthful to save, and you've got to be careful saying it. But uh, it's a great... Great new uh, band. The band's been around for a little while, but uh, a new release is just released. And this Friday night, um, it's a release at the Howler Bar. So look forward to that too. Uh, just a quick couple of gig shout outs. We've got you kind of next few days sorted. Uh, this Friday, Thursday night, uh, back at the Evelyn, uh, Blackbird FC supporting um, John Dow's Vanity Project with Little Faith. So this is part of a bit of a series uh, at the Evelyn. So make sure you can try and get along to that one. And then Friday night, as mentioned, uh, Zoe Fox and the Rocket Clocks. This is going to sell out. Um, it's pretty close. Uh, magic show, uh, all sorts of things going on with that. Live aliens, it's going to be pretty crazy. Uh, so welcome back, Zoe Fox, after a break. Uh, and then Rocket Science, uh, the first gig. This is supported by Blowers uh, and Penny Klinger's Marble. So this will be a ripper too. This is amongst the series with Rocket Science. So... Fair lineup, uh, and well done to the blowers getting on this uh, bill. So uh, it'll be a cracking lineup. And then 21st this weekend, off to Euroa. Uh, it's a big festival in Euroa. So plenty of friends of the show in amongst this one with Bones and Jones, Folk Bitch Trio, to name a couple. Uh, Zoe Fox heading up that on that one as well. And then your Sunday sorted off to George Lane, Bones McKinnon album launch, uh, supported with Charles Jenkins. And the Chris Franklin's film. So unbelievable effort uh, in the next few days if you can get out and see a band. Uh, I was lucky enough to get out and see half a dozen bands roughly between the last week or so. Crammed a few in. Uh, plenty of stories to tell. And uh, sadly, it sounds like the big C seems to be back a little bit uh, with a vengeance. Um, we're going to call it the big S uh, for now. It's Sinton Syndrome we're referring to it as tonight. Um it's uh it's got a few already we're up to a seven or eight with the count um but just be careful out there guys uh look after yourselves support your friends uh and most importantly don't give up going to see gigs because it's not all that bad um you'll feel bad for a few days let's let's uh maybe that was all it was initially but who knows uh we'll never know will we so uh look welcome back it's been a tough week for so many people we understand um with sadly the vote not going the way uh we thought it might uh the yes vote so uh whether you vote yes or no that's kind of um irrelevant now uh it's all about support really for the future so get amongst uh some friends and make sure there's plenty of indigenous artists that we work with and have seen amongst time over 
in amongst Melbourne and beyond uh, doing great things. So please get out there and support everyone you can, no matter who they are. It's fantastic to see so many album releases uh, this time of year. And we're very much heading into festival time now, which is super exciting. All right, before we bring up uh, the members of the band, we've been super lucky enough to tie them all in tonight, which I think might even be a first in one of their uh, interviews. There's always one missing here or there. So um, it's it's great to have everyone join us. Uh, we're going to bring them up. We might bring them up in alphabetical order, if I can even get this right. But it's going to be a bit of a sneaky because uh, we've... We've got two on the one list, and we get the start of the start and also the end. So let's bring them up first. Angie Jones and Trevor Ryan Cotton, how are you? Welcome. Good evening. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> the, half the band uh, with a fair band behind you, just by the way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, look forward to this chat. It's uh, it's been in the making for a little while, although we haven't really. Uh, so it shows the album, let's face it. But the good part is it's nearly it's nearly ready. It's nearly ready to hit the hit the streets hard now. So um we look forward to this chat shortly. But we're gonna bring up uh let's bring up uh someone who's who's got a fair lounge room, let's quietly. Um not a bad <laughs> setup for uh Mr. Mark Adams. Welcome back, mate. G'day, welcome to my place. Um nice to be here, Aaron. How are you? Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, and we also bring on Mick Muck. I hope I got that right, Mick, uh, pronunciation yeah, of your yeah. surname. It's a tricky one. Only three letters, but can be a bit tough. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I didn't get the uh, background memo, so yeah. <laughs> I'm on the set of Who Can It Be Now? Yeah, <laughs> well played. Well done. <laughs> That's good. Marky, you've actually got a really good backdrop normally behind you, so uh, feel feel free to, uh, unless you haven't cleaned up today. But anyway, not to worry. The grand piano is looking good. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, this is the band known as Font. Um, super exciting to see you all uh, get a chance to have a little chat and find out a little bit more about the band. So... Um, as I mentioned before, congratulations to every artist we know out there uh, and friends of you you guys as well, I'm sure. Uh, friends of being able to release music finally uh, in this big old world that we're coming out of uh, with the lockdowns and everything else and all the headache. Uh, it's great to have new music. Some bands in particular are a little bit over their music they're actually releasing right now because it seems so long ago that they put it together and recorded it. But uh, for you guys... Uh, it's been a while since 2019, let's face it, since the band first kind of rumbled. Um, <laughs> but an exciting time for you guys, no doubt, to be in a position now where you're finally getting to launch a single uh, and get out there amongst and, and play more gigs, most importantly. Um, who wants to kick us off with uh, with the feelings of being able to release the first single? <laughs> I guess seeing if it was my song... <laughs> Um, yep. Yeah, I guess we, we got together like, and did a gig in um, uh, uh, what's the old, um, Swamplands. Swamplands with um, the Let's Go's from Japan um, right before lockdown, I guess. This one. And, um, there you go. Oh, hey. hey there, it was, there it is. Wow, he's done his research. Oh, wow. Done a bit of, yeah. done a bit of trolling. Yeah. And that was with our original uh, drummer, um, Luke Miller. Um and since then, uh, we went into lockdown and 
Luke has um, gone off and done some of his own solo stuff. And, um, yeah, and then Mark come along. And, um, yeah, I, just, I guess there's, there's how many songs we got? <laughs> oh, we've got about ten. Ten, yeah. So this is the f- – we're going to release them in the order of the album. Is that correct? I believe that's what yeah, we're doing. So yeah, so this was that's the opening. The this is the opening one. So, yeah. Perfect. We'll uh, look Which forward sort of... to look forward to them as you release them. Uh, most importantly, because I think that's a really unique way of releasing single by single for a little while. Um, some bands do them by EPs, but I think it's exciting the way you guys are doing it. Um, and most importantly, uh, trying to back it up with it with a visual component too, which I think is so important in in music these days. Yeah, well, both those things weren't. I don't think they were consciously our decision to begin with. So we signed to Laneway Records a little while ago and uh, Vince Donato, who's the head of that label or co-director, basically put us on a plan of releasing a video for every one of the songs in order to just promote as much as possible. And then I kind of see, and I I actually haven't, uh, spell this out to the rest of them, but I think it actually kind of ties the the album together. We kind of get to release an album, but just do it in single form. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and how? When did the rest of the? How did the rest of the lineup, Marky? How did? When did you start to uh, step into the four? You know, it's it's interesting that shot kickers. Sorry, Swamplands. Gig you guys just mentioned. I was at that. I saw Font that night. I came late and I had to run, but I saw the last three or four songs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, Angie, I sort of came up to you with just packing down your gear and I said, that was awesome, mate. Yeah. Patted you on the back and ran out. Yeah. So I was aware of Font very early um, mm-hmm. and joined, gee, I don't know. Does anyone remember? Yeah. About 18 months ago, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't remember the day. Yeah, it would have been maybe late. 21 when because we were coming out of some lockdowns yeah. and uh then we started hanging out with you i think and it was at i think it was still called swamplands at that stage as well um when mm. we i think you you'd approached us to be the drummer in the band once luke had left does this yep sound i remember that was probably right it was viable to be in a band again people could actually yeah get together and rehearse yeah. and stuff and knew you well, guys I've, were drummers yeah but I've, I've known mark for a while and i think i mentioned to him that oh you know we're looking for a drummer and he kind of said oh maybe that's something i can do and yeah yeah mick and i are buddies and and i know angie for a good while as well whereas trevor and i are the new kids on the block (laughs) in terms of blossoming friendships aren't we trevor (laughs) well let's face it there's a fair connection between you guys now for sure um both on stage and off uh see you at plenty gigs uh, I just mentioned to Mick, weirdly enough, it's the first time I'm actually chatting to Mick after all this time uh, of seeing you guys at gigs and seeing Mick probably standing right near Angie uh, or one of you other guys uh, for a lot of gigs and just never had the chance to uh, get up and get, well, probably lazy of me, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah. Mick, we uh, we must do that more often. So uh, this won't be the last time we get to chat, that's for sure. So yeah, thanks absolutely. for uh, joining us again. It's always a quiet bass player, isn't it? Um, that uh, doesn't put himself out there as much. Quiet, the quiet. Yeah, yeah maybe just get him, you know, I'm, I'm in the zone. I just sort of focus. Yeah. <laughs> the lone gun. Yeah. 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 
So, guys, a really exciting time. Um, finally get to launch a single um, and actually have something out there to sell. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good piece, good place to be for sure. Um, obviously, the band got up and going before the big lockdown period and, and then obviously momentum uh, would have definitely stopped. But how did you guys use that kind of time or did you as, as a band uh, at all being able to write music or record music in amongst that time? yourselves as font oh no we couldn't record because it, we're in lockdown but we could definitely go to each other's houses here and there when you're allowed to go within the 5k limit <laughs> and have little mini jams i guess yeah. um, we had you know and trevor and i'd got together before at the very start um on working on his songs and my my sort of riffs as well um before it all with luke before it all got together as well so we, we sort of had some stuff happening it's just yeah we had the outlines of most of the songs from the album so that 18 month period of uh, uh cyclical lockdowns allowed us to refine um our arrangements it actually worked out kind of well but we didn't really slow down that much i don't think and write a few new ones <laughs> yeah, yeah and write a few yeah. new ones yeah yeah and the shape pole sessions and yeah well let's let's discuss in particular uh pretty lately um with this cover uh it's pretty cool cover something a little bit different a bit quirky uh <laughs> tell us a little bit about the number 19 tram that sits behind me as well the old uh the old classic angie give us a little oh, bit okay. of insight into that well, we pretty much all live along the number 19 tram line. That's sort of where that came about. We all, you know, we all go out a lot down Sydney Road um, yep. and most of the pubs we, we enjoy are down Sydney Road. So, And then, you know, COVID-19. you know, COVID And um, so it just seemed to be, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just brought it up at rehearsal. Yeah, I think I just brought it up at rehearsal. Possible like. band name, uh, album name. And it, yeah. it seems so natural. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I think they just, were, were full frontal. Oh, yeah. full frontal was the other one. That <laughs> maybe that could be our second album. Yeah, maybe <laughs> when we do the comeback, you know. Love a vote, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the name, the name font itself. Uh, how did that? How did that stick for you guys? I've seen the little, the the little clip that you mentioned on your um, linked uh, page or your link tree. Uh, going against type, Fonna rewriting the indie rock recipe book. Uh, I assume that's still relevant, very much so for you guys. But uh, who put that little line together? And does that kind of summarise where the band's at right now? Yeah, that was me. Uh, I, I'd already uh, come up with the band name before I went looking to form a band. Uh, so uh, the the dream was the dream was that. Uh, We'd be able to make any sort of genre of music. Is it, I mean, you can't go too 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 disparate with these things. But um, you know, I like so many styles of music, whether it's classical or reggae or whatever. Uh, so I'd like to be able to be in a band where you could approach a genre uh, and take some of it on board, appropriate it maybe. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that was kind of a a a. a a loose framework for forming a band sure yeah all right what we're going to do is uh we're going to play a little bit of the clip uh that forms 
this song um, and then we're going to talk about it. So here it is. Uh, we get to have a little bit of a breather with Pretty Lately. go and the big finish what's well, it it's actually a, a tricky little finish at the end there uh, i must admit so who's behind the little round off towards the end there just oh, drifts just, off into the sunset um we we um, took a lot of footage on the, on a trip up to ballarat and um that was sort of on the way back 
um, coming over the, the bridge and just all the way up to off the Western Freeway, sort of took some photos, I mean, video footage up and on the way back and it was just coming around the bend onto the, the ramp. Onto yeah, the, cool. Oh, yeah, great. And there's the, like the, the Ferris Wheel of Death there. We said that may not be there forever. So. Have people died on that Ferris Wheel? <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's a bit structurally, the structurally integrity is a bit dodgy, I think. Oh, um, yeah. But anyway, um, so they say. Um, yeah, so it's sort of, yeah, that's where that footage came from for that. that. Yeah. yeah, And cool. then, um, yeah. And was so, that was that a bit of a preconceived idea as far as um, putting that particular clip together and all that styling or that's just how it came about? I think when the... Vince said, you know, we'd like to have a video for every single, it sort of put a bit of a rocket up, our proverbials, I, think, I guess, to sort of things going so i thought geez i better get some footage and um one of the ideas was to sort of have a sort of those sort of scenes and things so and most of the time i'm always driving so i don't <laughs> i don't get to do that so yeah hmm. yeah it's, um it's almost got that feeling of uh the day the, the dash cam of, of today uh, where it just kick, picks up a little bit of a, of a trip um but also there's there's that classic uh rage kind of moments for me, uh, looking at that late at night and, and it's got that real, uh, um, you know, over-posterized kind of image, which is kind of cool. Uh, and you get to get to the good part about seeing it. It's not just the clips. You get to see some parts uh, of the band playing as well, which I think is really cool uh, and helps tie it in. So obviously the visual component of this podcast, people will see straight away who plays what in the in the band. But uh be good to hear it just from you guys uh, introducing yourselves. Angie, we'll start with you of uh, what you play in particular in the band. I play lead guitar and I don't sing. <laughs> so just noises and sounds and riffs and, I don't know, uh, song ideas, I guess. Well, yeah. that's, uh, as you know, uh, that's the instrument, uh, a voice in itself, uh, absolutely. Um, it's uh, it's just a different version of. And what's uh, what's your instrument of choice or weapon of choice from a oh, guitar my. point of view your favorite yeah oh i'd have to say spencer's old strat's pretty good um yeah it's 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 very light and it's still got a lot of this bottom end stuff going on that just cranks and you don't get i've tried a couple of brand new telecasters and they just don't have that sound like a 60s strat so just and it's light too so um yeah and um then there's the other black um, beauty that Jeremy Klingen built, um, which was like a replica of the uh, Neil Young's Black Beauty. So it's got some firebird pickups and, you know, uh, Bigsby and stuff. And so it's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just sort of try, I'm trying not to have too many guitars. I just sort of, and pedals, terms of going in reverse. Yeah. Oh, where everyone else seems to be ramping it up the other way. So I'm, I'm pulling it back. Yeah, the, more, the more you take, the the bigger the pack down. So uh, it's always a challenge for sure. But obviously your other loves uh, cars, Angie, as well. Um, and I must mention that kind of at the same time. But is is the love of a guitar with a certain year and a certain feel um, and style and sound, is there a similarity with, with the love of uh, an old style car and doing yeah, you know, right. with a similar kind of feel? Yeah, you just sort of you just get used to sort of something, and you know, um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess it's more more apparent with a car than the guitar for me. 
Um, but yeah, you sort of once you find that instrument you really like, then it's it's really hard to let go of like trying to find something else. It takes a long time to find that sound and that combination that works. So yeah, sure. Yeah. Hmm. All right, we're <laughs> going to move down to the bottom uh, with Mick. Tell us a little bit about your uh, your gig in the band, mate. Uh, yeah, some bass player and um, I guess I, I like sitting in the pocket and <laughs> yeah. uh, whether my band makes like it or not, there's always just like a like a little bit of I don't know post punk sort of creeping into the yeah. style. I think that's sort of what I um, you know I, I sort of grew up listening to this weird combo. Um, sort of early hip-hop and Joy Division. And, you know, I think <laughs> that's kind of really ingrained in me, um, the kind of bass lines I kind of like listening to and uh, that I just sort of can't help but bring them into this band, you know. Yep. Um, so I like a good sort of P-bass rumbling away. and um, But, yeah, late, lately I think... Um, I think Angie alluded to this kind of maybe equipment sort of arms race that's going on. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I started with a tuner pedal um, and now I've got this pedal board that's kind of, you know, rivaling Trevor's. It's 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 sort of growing. And um, <laughs> uh, also, you know, because we just recorded an album um, and there's sounds on there that, that I quite like and I want to emulate those live and, um, so, you know, bringing things that I've never really sort of played with before and I'm mucking around with those. Um, so yeah, become a bit of a pedal geek. Yeah, it's um, just as important uh, as obviously the instrument and the amp is what sits below your feet that people don't get to see a lot of um, other than us. Um, band kind of geeks that get up there and have a look around the equipment and yeah. see what's going on there but um it's kind of pretty cool that that it's uh it's always a new love um for a for a guitarist as well to find new sounds and and new ways to play it um yeah out of the same same instrument which is quite incredible um what's the base of choice for you um so yeah i just started with a like a a, a p bass but re recently i've um i've quite a, a mustang that i was um i really like i really enjoy um that short scale um yeah it's, it means i can sort of uh groove a bit more or it's yeah it's just a bit more agile um but last night i picked up the p bass again and i was like yeah maybe, maybe i'll start playing this again. <laughs> i've got a monster real monster p bass the heavy bridge so i just it's like, yeah, why aren't I playing this? Maybe I'll maybe I'll play this one at the next gig. I'll see yeah. what happens. Interesting. Uh like picking up an old bike, jump back on and oh geez, yeah. you feel sweet again. Let's do this again. So uh yeah, interesting. Uh yeah, I mean I guess it's kinda of like uh you know, trying Yamaha and then going, Oh yeah, I'll just go back to my Harley. We'll, we'll see what see how that goes. <laughs> back to a classic for sure. All right, Marky Adams, uh, a different role for you that I've seen you in um, behind the skins or on the skins, I should say, behind the behind the band, doing all those things to uh, with with Mick as well uh, to keep that band in check. Uh, different role for you. How does it feel? It's a lot of fun grooving with Mr. Mark. 
Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say I tried to take a picture of the three pedal boards in one place the other night. We played at the post office hotel, which I'm sure is <laughs> beloved of many people who watch your show, Aaron, in yeah. Coburg, Sydney Road, yet again, right? There's that connection. Yes. And I couldn't get far back enough to get all the pedals in the shot. Like they were, the boards are enormous, and these guys yeah. are absolute scientists, test pilots. They're always trying new sounds yeah. and bringing stuff in. And that's so wonderful and refreshing. I think it's awesome. And uh, it's a big part of Font, the actual exploration of sounds yeah. as we go. Like we get the songs tight and we can play them. It's fun to play a nice tight set. But the sound experimentation is ongoing. It's pretty admirable how they do it. Um, for me, uh, yeah, I've been playing drums for a while. Um, played in a few other bands, but I really had to up my game for this band. And I think it's made me a better drummer, but I just treat it as serving the song. You know, I'm a beat drummer, just try and lock in with Mick and do the right thing by the tunes. Sing a couple of BVs here and there and not get involved in the proliferation of pedals. I can't afford it. Let these guys do it. Yeah. Um, let's face it, though the the pack down's a little bit different. Yes, <laughs> but Trevor's Trevor's kit. I've got a couple of kits in the back there behind the piano, but I generally <laughs> use Trevor's touring kit, which is uh, has lightweight hardware. So, if there's mm. any drummers listening, Trevor will know what the product's called. But there is drum hardware out there now that is so light that it honestly does. It's a game changer for the pack down. But yeah, it's definitely a different dynamic. Aaron, you're, you're definitely the last one out of the gig. Whereas yeah. with the guitar, you can just, yeah, whack it on your back and be the first out. But it's worth it. It's a lot of fun being in fun. Absolutely. Well, if anyone knows a pack down well, uh, it's this man, given that uh, that's the daytime gig uh, for Trevor. Trevor, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself in the band, mate. Um, and obviously, this has been part of your your baby in respect of uh, the recording process as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm the only one who owns substantial recording gear. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and someone I'm, I'm trained. On. Hey, what's that, Aaron? Someone to lean on. You've got to have someone good in the in the band that's got access to the right gear for sure. Yeah. Well, it's a lot more affordable these days, a lot more portable. So it's not unusual to find at least one band member that's got quite a lot of gear. Yeah. And yourself in the band, um, obviously guitar and vocals for you. Um, was it uh, what what came first? Is it a bit of a chicken or the egg with you? Um, was it was it guitar uh, and then vocals came in, or for you as a, as a um, musician yourself? Oh wow, that's a, a quite a twisted tale that one. So I did start on guitar when I was uh, like seven or eight, uh, and. Uh, I didn't really stick with it. I, I had a really poor instrument, so I didn't practice. Uh, but I was given a drum kit when I was 11, and that one I got stuck into. And I probably played three-quarters of all my gigs on the drums. Uh, and it was really once I moved uh, back from Perth about seven years ago that I decided I was going to kind of take uh, charge of my destiny and and become a front man of a band yeah, yeah sure um and favorite guitar for you 
Uh, I tend to stick with the one guitar. I'd, I've got an approach to try and cram as much into a small space as possible. So uh, my electric guitar, which is a Gibson 335, has a, an acoustic pickup in it as well, so I can feed off a couple of paths and go off to like a PA with an acoustic sound, and then the electric guitar goes into the uh, plethora of pedals uh, off to a, a an amp, which is also really quite small. It's like uh, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, a TARDIS in terms of its um, ability to produce volume in such a small small cabinet. Yep, mm, great yeah. to hear. Um, <laughs> and the songwriting process, really, in particular uh, for this song, but then again in the whole album, um, how has pretty lately kind of come together? Uh, where did it start? I suppose. Well, let's let's go with that first. Who can kick us off there? Okay, that's one of my contributions. Um, I um, wrote that in lockdown, pretty much, um, with Tunnel and Time. And, um, yeah, a lot of, I had a lot of time on my hands. So I, you know, wrote all these on acoustic. And, um, yeah, Pretty Lately is about um, feeling good after feeling shit for a long time, I guess. And it's sort of got a couple of meanings, I guess, there for me. Yep. Um, but then it's sort of broader too for everyone else during COVID and what we've all been through as individuals as well. Um, I, the songs I write, I don't write lyrics. So I'll approach Trevor and say, hey, this is this is his title. And like pretty lately, this is what, what the feeling is. And then he'll write some lyrics and then sometimes they'll go along that line, or other, or in this case, it went the complete opposite way, and was about a what a, a night out, and then around and the town drinking, hungover, hungover yeah. drinking. Yeah. So, which you know, um, yeah, that's just how songs are, you know, like um, yeah. So that's sort of how uh, I think we've probably you on this particular album. You and I have probably written about half each, and then Mark, our drummer here, he's. Uh, uh, Mr. Adams has come in with a late entry, which is pretty damn fine too. Mm. And um, Mickey's just backing us up with some groovy bass and just, you know, making us all look good. He's <laughs> got well, some really nice riffs and things on the bass on some of the songs that Mick's um, yeah, created. It's, yeah, counterpoints, really the you know, little harmonic now. counterpoints um, that were unexpected at yeah. the time of writing. Yeah, and yeah. we all, sort of, I don't know, we all have different, like, we all like different genres of music too. So there's all this sort of pool of different ideas as well that's running around with us with our background of where we've been. So it sort of, yeah, it sort of leaves it very open to songwriting-wise, just sort of, yeah, happy for anyone to uh, um, submit an idea. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, I suppose that's the magic and chemistry of uh, of a band these days is, if that harmony can happen and continue to happen with everyone contributing, I think a band's in for uh, a good future for sure uh, and really look forward to uh, seeing more of Font. I haven't had the honour yet of seeing you guys live, but I've heard plenty of stuff around the traps and I will make sure I'm at one of your next gigs. Um, and in particular, we should probably touch on that, what's coming up. Obviously, there was a gig uh, for the launch at the post office not long ago, uh, but Sunday the 29th, of October, I think, is the next one, isn't it? With 10-gallon head at Coburg RSL. That's mm. it. Yeah. yeah, that weekend where lots happening. But it's an so afternoon, I, so, yeah, 
everyone can come down when they're hungover from the rest of the weekend. <laughs> and I expect everyone uh, in true honour of this song to get the number 19 tram down. Yeah. Uh, jump on from wherever you are. Maybe it should be a bit, a bit of a meet further down um, Sydney Road or that area uh, and head yeah. down uh, on the tram and get to the gig and see you guys. Yeah. Life's pretty easy yeah. when we're living along the tram line. Absolutely. And most importantly, uh, get there early and do not miss 10-gallon head. If oh, yeah. first. Um, I assume you guys are headlining that one, even though you're equally within your rights to uh, both be headlining or co-headlining that, that gig for sure. Uh, good friends of yours, 10-gallon head, give them a give them a quick yeah. pump up for sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Those guys have been around yeah. for years and, um, and yeah, all consummate players as well. Like Wes, the, the keyboard player, is one of the – champions of of uh you know vintage keyboard sounds in the city yeah. i've had um a bit of a, a sneak peek to their record it had a bit to do with it actually and um every song is killer it's a really really strong album uh, whenever they choose to uh sneak it out <laughs> really looking forward to it yeah speaking of uh you probably lead me into the not the next one but i'll take it as the next question uh Marky, is uh, when can we when can we hear a little bit more of of Font? What's next, and what's the what's the timeline on the next single? Uh, it's not far away, and we're having like we were saying. I think Andrew was saying it put a rocket up us to think about videos and think about the visual side for every song, and that's been really exciting. And again, largely due to Trev, but we're all bringing our inputs in. We've got the gear and the expertise in house to do that, so it feels like we're making. A record all over again we're revisiting all these tunes and pushing them out every month or six weeks or so one by one with a video um and trying to have a gig at about that frequency as well so to answer your question there's lots happening and it's pretty much something we'll drop every four five six weeks um yeah it's exciting times beautiful so we're we talking other side of christmas or will we get a little sneak peek of something before christmas yeah, you're going to get some. Yeah. Great. Pre-Christmas. Fantastic. Great to hear. And, uh, yes, Gaz, who's a good friend of our show and all you guys know well, uh, I haven't seen Font. So I'll make – I've heard through you good things, though, Gary. So let me tell you. Um, and a quick shout-out to a good friend of uh, our show um, based in Canada. 5 a.m. over there. So he's got up purposely because uh, I gave him a heads-up. It was about four days ago that I gave him a heads-up that you guys were going to be on. So – uh, Robert Wine uh, is a very interesting story. I'll tell you at a gig uh, one day, but uh, never misses a show. So incredible story. Um, but uh, yeah, and now absolutely a fan of Font. So we're going to have to find a way to uh, get him over some a tea, a tea at least. Uh, hopefully in the next in the near future, um, because it's a great logo. Let's face it, you guys have got. Um, who tell us a little bit about who came up with that? Uh, here it is. Quite simple, but quite striking too. And um, Trevor? That's a good one. Yeah, that um, so the the curly bits are uh, uh, basically f holes in my guitar. Mm. Yeah, uh, cool. and because uh, I already had that that name uh, uh, in mind. Uh, yeah, just it didn't didn't take much think much thought to uh, to uh, to put the two together. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. Um, and we touched on this gig uh, at Coburg RSL. Cool artwork. Who uh, who's behind this one? 
<laughs> yeah, I just sort of, yeah, I sort of try and make it a bit exciting on the posters, just sort of find random stuff on the internet. And I just saw this 10-gallon head and I just like Googled 10-gallon head and this 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 thing came up. I was like, wow, this is fantastic. Great poster. <laughs> <laughs> like it perfect. is a good one. Yeah, uh, I sort of try and find, I don't know. I only have my iPhone at the moment, so it's sort of everything I'm doing is on my iPhone um, and then I sort of flick it through and then <laughs> Trev yeah. usually cleans it up into a poster or something, like an actual format that we can print. And, yeah, um, yeah but there's only, only so much you can do on an iPhone, I guess. So. <laughs> I think that says a little bit about um, what, how we are or uh, how we approach music or any sort of art. You've got a really kind of visceral and immediate approach to what you do and i'm much more of an organizer yeah. kind of person i used to yeah. do broadcast video for 11 years in sydney so i sort of visual things are, are a really big thing for me so i enjoy doing the visual content um i'm just not very good with words <laughs> That's okay uh and a quick uh, shout out to uh your incredible photos that you take at gigs too and that little portrait series uh that you've been uh, running probably uh, not necessarily on purpose, uh, and it's probably a hope, but I hope it is on purpose from now on. Um, that little portrait series you're running of different artists, I reckon, is fantastic. So, and friends, most importantly, as well. So, keep it up, mate. Oh, thanks. Man. Yeah. Um, now, I must ask about this because this has caught my eye. Um, and people look at this picture and may not notice too much different, but that drumstick in your hand, Trevor, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, I'm gonna to have to. Uh, I'm gonna to have to give some credit to an old band that I I did play a little bit in, and I produced. It was the first band that I I made a, a record for release for. Uh, they're called Radar Maker, uh, and they are a post rock band that uh, I'd met them at a, a festival where a few of them were playing like a busking set, but they were definitely much more into uh, soundscapes and. You know everything shoegazy that goes with post rock, uh, and one of the songs which is called well, there's more than one that they did, mm. but uh, the first single there is called "Arm versus Fiery Antenna." Uh, it, uh, very post rock name. Uh, uh, the one of the guitarists was playing um, uh, with a screwdriver, kind of bowing uh, the strings. So that had already um, been something I was kind of interested in, and. And I had a drumstick and I thought I might, because I, I had bought a bow, kind of like, you know, Jimmy Page had a bow for his Les Paul in, in the 70s. So yeah. I thought I'd give that a shot and just experiment with some sound. And, yeah, uh, I realised quickly that bows don't last very long on, on metal strings. <laughs> so I thought I'd look, go looking for something else. And it took quite a few sticks, actually. So a lot of them wouldn't actually um, induce a sound very well. Uh, I had these sticks that I... Um, nylon tip sticks, which I hadn't used for like 20 years, just sitting in a case and pulled them out. And they're the ones I have to have that particular brand of stick to be able to get the sound. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. So uh, obviously for you, they're the, they're the must-have at a gig, obviously, because that's a little feature of obviously one of the songs. But uh, is anyone else uh, in the crew here, is there an absolute, other than your instrument, obviously, but is there an absolute must-have that you must pack in the car or or take pre-gig? Is there any pre-gig little ritual that you guys go through or you go through in particular as an artist? Um, any hoot, any uh, anything in particular that makes uh, makes you guys different? 
or quirky that might someone may not know about mark you must have one for sure i have to have earplugs really loud loudest band i've ever had anything to do with and and again that's one of its strengths it's a powerful beast um so when i get behind the kit you'll see me doing that yeah um just for you know my own health yep yeah it's interesting mark says that because um like i've I've played in punk bands and I think fonts louder. So with punk, you can kind of, you know, you can turn the volume, you can turn the gain up, the volume down. Um, with font, you know, it's all, um, yeah, to get that that break up that, um, you know, particularly what Angie does, um, the kind of feedback that she generates and, you know, the, that sort of edge of break up sound um, that you can only sort of do with, uh, an analog amp with with tubes, nice warm tubes, and you know, getting the, the gain in the volume just right. You can't do that at like a low volume. We we actually can't really have a quiet rehearsal. Um, it's just going to be loud. <laughs> and, and and then yeah, Mark's got his earplugs. Um, wise man, you know, he's just yeah. So even though I even tried out an AC10 box and uh, thought oh, I will get it because it seems lighter. It'll save my back. Then I took it to rehearsals like. Damn it. it doesn't like crack up. It's like couldn't break up the feedback. We just wouldn't do it, and um, so I had to take it back and swap it over for an Ace Fifteen to get that. Um, yeah, to get that sound. Yeah, Back to the true sound. Yeah, okay, no problem. Yeah. Um, and was pretty lately. Was that the first song kind of nailed for you guys on this particular album, or it just happens to be the first single? Um, no, because. What was the first ones? I guess when we first met was some of your songs, actually. Oh, well, Hungry Bear, Hungry I think, Bear was the first was the one we ever, first ever one. attempted. Yeah. And I'd already had the um, – I think I had the whole structure for that in place, hadn't yeah, I? Yeah, I think that was – yeah, Hungry Bear was actually the first one Trevor and I worked on. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Right. <laughs> Which won't be released like about, I don't know, April or something, I think. Opening on the well, second Yeah. Yeah, yeah. not. So you've got a bit of a, you've got a bit of a structure for how you're going to. Obviously, you mentioned uh, every six or so weeks. So hopefully, uh, earlier the better. Uh, with with fans of font for sure that want to see some stuff. So, uh, have you got a bit of a structure for the full uh, release this at this stage as far as how they'll roll out, or it's very much um, just checking out uh, kind of reactions, I guess, from 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 yourselves and fans of. Uh, of font of what's going to go out next. Is there a particular order set up already? I think it's as per the album. Yeah. We've got the LPs here sitting here. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're just trying we're, to figure yeah. out. We're under when instruction from our, our label head to, <laughs> sure. uh, to a schedule, a fairly, fairly rigid schedule. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's forcing our hand with these music videos as well. Yep. Um, but that's that's one ecosystem of uh, of releasing these songs is one at a time as a digital single. But we've got the vinyl records, which are just yeah, over there, like the little tower of them, uh, and mm. we can release them at, uh, on a whenever we feel like we've got the uh, uh, the attention of Mary Beck. <laughs> <laughs> great, yeah, great to hear. Uh, so it's not far away uh, for sure. Uh, it's really exciting time for all you guys. Um, Obviously, playing in other bands, uh, this this hopefully is a special one for you guys, uh, and long may it continue. Well past 
an initial album for sure. But it must feel like kind of multiple albums as you guys put out multiple releases here. Uh, you get to do plenty of gigs, and every gigs looks like it might be an album release, which is even better to hear. Um, let's face it, it's it's a it'd be a good band name album release um, or album launch because there, there'd always be someone there for sure. Uh, but exciting. As I said, uh, exciting time for you guys. Just a couple of photos we've got um, of you guys playing at different venues. I think this one's Coburg RSL. Uh, was it one of the fuzzies? Fuzzy Sundays, yeah. Mark? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it could well be. Yeah. Fuzzy. Yeah, do I see a digger in the background? I don't know. Yeah, I think you just kind of no. make out those blinds. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. And another one kind of... Uh, Jam hot. Hacked into the Instagram uh, of you guys, so um, please bear with me uh, with some of these. But I think it's great to see some behind-the-scenes shots. That's yeah, the back room at Jam Hut. Yeah, the, I really the, yeah, the recording. Yeah, rooms, yeah. yeah. So a lot of the a lot of the album was tracked there, and and the live energy happened in that very cool wood panelled room. If anyone knows Jam Hut in Preston, that's the space yeah. up the back, which I think was in the day. A working studio. Yep. Uh, mm. And we do have a little snippet of <laughs> one of the boards here. It's a it's a timepiece for sure. Uh, oh, you guys yeah. doing a little bit of experimentation. Has that has that board grown since, or is that uh, where it's no, it's evolved? It's not. It's not any larger. I've just got different pedals on there now. Okay. Yeah. More bells well, and whistles. You have to kick something off there to to. Uh, so Trevor's got a pedal for his vocals now. So he's had to kick some guitar pedals off the board so he can have his boss um you know vocal. No, 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 um no children were lost at sea on this one, Mick. Really? I kept I kept the same number of You're just uh, well organized pedals for the guitars. Yeah, I just crammed yeah. crammed more children into the uh uh into the tamper, as it were. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great effort, that's for sure. Um and here's another one of the crew together. I uh, can't tell where this one is, but it looks kind of <laughs> Jam Hut too. Yeah, that was our first okay. band picture. <laughs> yep, very cool. Uh, and one of the publicity shots you guys have used out the front of the tote. Um, thank God we saved that place, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. That photo was um, a step wheel and, yeah, we took those yep. photos for us. And it yeah. still says a lot for how incredible that this city is as a community for, for the support of culture. That, you know, three million dollars worth of of other people's money has been donated to to save it. Yeah, what what a piece of work. Yeah, it's really quite something. Like you know, world class effort. Yeah, sure is. Uh, there is one other gig or festival that I must talk about. River Rocks for you guys, November eighteen. It's coming up. Uh, fair lineup, just quietly. Uh, this will be a great festival. You must, you got not not understating you guys at all, but it must be fantastic to be on this bill. Pressure's on, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on. yeah I um, I sort of asked Buzz if I could um, for me, uh, they've got a SPJ stage down there, and I sort of yeah. put the sort of hint in a couple of times. You know, it'd really be nice to take the old strap down and give it a bash. Mm. And um, been. In, you know, the last time I asked was a, or a year or so ago and just we hadn't had any music out and was still recording and stuff. So, yeah, we sort of got a little slot there. So we're going to have to prove ourselves, I reckon. Mm, <laughs> yeah, amongst a uh, fantastic lineup. 
Yeah. Oh, I can tell. Uh, if anyone's going to do it justice uh, for Spencer, Angie, it's going to be you. So it'd be fantastic to see you on stage at that gig yeah. playing Spencer's guitar. How special will it be? So make sure you're there November 18, everyone, uh, to enjoy a special time um, to, to reminisce, uh, I guess, and, and shoot, shoot around a few stories. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, All I'm, right. I'm happy just to hang around and watch the other bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good day. Mm. It's always a good yeah. festival down there, those guys. Buzz and um, uh, Rick and that, they, they put on a really good good, good lineup and good yeah. good vibes and stuff down there. It's always guaranteed to be a pretty good day. I have to go yeah. back to work immediately after that, after <laughs> our set. I'll have to take two cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no one else is coming back, Trevor. We're all staying down there. It's going to be a yep. going to be a big day. Um, all right, I'm just going to go quickly around the room and and ask each of you. Uh, obviously, most of all these questions have been impromptu, but um, can you give me one artist uh, that you are kind of really enjoying watching or listening to right now? Um, I'm going to hit you up first, Trevor. Uh, you mean locally or or anyone? It can be anyone, but I'm probably going to ask you for a local one, most importantly. Maybe someone that uh, not everyone's potentially heard of. Hmm. A little bit tougher question. Well, look, really good we've got a, a circle of friends' bands that we go and see all the time. So, you know, uh, uh, the Golden Rail and uh, um, 10-Gallon and Head are in there. Um, yeah, generally they're the bands we're playing with. Um, yep. So that's the circle. But, I mean, geez. It's, yeah, it's so hard to yes. pick my favourite flavour of ice cream. I I, yes. Yeah. But well, as you know, um, when you get to the ice cream shop, Trevor, you have to pick one. So we're just going to give me one. I don't have to do anything that my mum tells me anymore. Very true. <laughs> All right. Uh, Angie. I, mean, I, I would say anything with um, Mark McCartney on guitar, but that doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. You know that, that <laughs> and they're all they're all killer bands, so you know. What are you gonna you're gonna have to narrow it down too, Mick? Give me one. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, maybe I'll jump in and um and contribute here, Mick, because Scott Bennett, who's in drummer in a handful yeah. of bands, is phenomenal. I got to play a gig with him a, a few weeks ago, which was a nice little honor. Uh, so maybe it'd have to be um Mick Daly's Corporate Raiders, then wouldn't it? Oh, because they're both too yeah, too far. Yeah. Yeah. Savvy. There you go. There you go. What about you, Marky? I have been listening to Charles Jenkins and Doug Lee Robertson's Radio Sketches the Third, if anyone's heard that. Mm -hmm. That first song they put out, it's called Mercy. Is just the most irresistible pop song as those guys can just pull out their bums anyway. But they've just really nailed it. And I think that record is incredibly strong and i can't stop listening to it radio sketches the third great to hear um all right i'm gonna to do a quick shout out to emily south who we had on the show not long ago uh killer band um her partner maddie dixon on guitar who's in multiple bands as well so shout out to one of my favorite artists at the moment emily south who's doing some great things so make sure you check her out um all right guys if you weren't playing the particular instrument that you're playing currently now in font and you could play another instrument now in another band uh which is called helvetica let's just pick a nice font name um, uh -huh. 
Windings would be a good one, but um, I like that one more, actually, so that's going to get the vote. Um, we're going to kick off with you, Mark. What would it be? It'd be percussion in Helvetica. I'd play those, what are those, those kettle drum things, those Caribbean things. In Helvetica, wearing wraparound sunnies that I can't actually see through. Over. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, all right, Mick, what about you? Uh, well, look, since, you know, this, this pedal board I've built up, a lot of a lot of it has crossover into, you know, like doom and sludge. So maybe I'll just play in some uh, stoner doom band and, you know, I'll just get some big axe and, you know, two Marshall stacks and just, yeah, tear it up. Yeah, very, very cool. All right, Ange, what have you I, got? Oh, I... I'd love to play drums, but I have no time whatsoever with drums. So uh, uh, I'd say bass. I'd play, like play some, some like some funky, you know, some as yep. Mick was saying, something a bit heavier. And um, seeing a lot of uh, a lot of the female um, bands are coming back. You know, uh, I think when we were playing with the Rock Dogs and stuff earlier, I got to um, see the Miffs. They were great. And um, yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, got me all sort of excited for. Base. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Trevor. Well, okay. I'm going to get some uh, silk pantaloons tucked into some long white socks, a dusted wig, and sit at a um, harpsichord and play some uh, baroque. Bit of bark. Powdered yeah, in wig? A, in, a, in a what? A powdered wig? A powdered wig, yes. You know, mm. all uh, Court of Vienna. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm. That yeah. could all form part of uh, the love for the jumper next oh, year. It'll, it'll be a Tenacious D cover band playing on harpsichord. <laughs> that's what it'll be, yeah. Very cool, very cool. All right, guys, um, we could talk for hours, um, but I'm going to make sure we bring you on next time you release another single. We're going to have a quick chat about every single, so line it up. Um, ah, thanks for well, joining us. there you go. You've already created the pun because that's the name of the next song. I'll have to even listen back because I can't even remember which bit. Oh, line up. Line okay, up. yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, great to hear. Great to hear. Um, little sneak peek uh, or for us. We'll be shooting that clip next week and editing it okay. and then throwing it out yeah. there. Brilliant. Brilliant. So definitely won't be far away. Um now that you've got a uh, just interesting enough, uh, now that you've um, you've put it through uh, with with the uh, sorry, I'm just looking for a quick pick here. Uh, bear with me one second. Mm -hmm. Here we go of Wayne Laneway Music uh, Independent uh, Record Label too. It, it's fantastic that you guys have been in a position where you've got that set up now um has that really spurred you on and and obviously you mentioned a few times that it's kind of pushed you and steered you in a direction but uh how important that's been uh to put you in front now and, and really push you ahead as far as pushing font out into the big market yeah landway are really good they um they're helping a lot of the older um bands get all their content back up online which you wouldn't be able to do back in the day mm. and you see you know there's you know all these all these old bands and stuff older bands online and stuff now and it's you know it's you can like all out to the world you know and they're getting another research resurgence you know and it's great um 
Yeah, Vince and uh, Dan doing a really good job there. Um, they work really hard, so if we feel we have to do the same back. And it is as simple as what everyone thinks it is to sort of to get all those online sort of views and things. There's just the little formulas and that that they use. So, um, yeah, it's quite yep. interesting. Hmm. There's probably a lot of um, work for older heritage acts, if you will, because they've got publishing deals from back in the day as well. To yeah. Navigate. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um yeah. No, very very positive. Great to hear. Uh, you guys are doing great things. So I look forward to seeing you at a gig uh, very soon. I'll definitely make sure I try and catch uh, the Coburg RSL gig, the ten gallon head. That's that's a must. Um, and then obviously River Rocks Festival November eighteen. Make sure you get down there. That one we've just found out tonight is definitely going to be extra special. So make sure you're down there for the lineup. Trevor, you're going to have to miss out on what you're doing later. You're going to have to stay. Um, so cancel whatever you're doing later. It's, uh, it's no. going to be a lock in. No, we we're doing do a hotel. We, we really should. Do what? We, we really should book a hotel for the night. I don't know. It's oh, just, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's a Saturday. Yeah, let's do it, so. Mickey. Um, <laughs> yeah. But maybe yeah. you'll you be glad that I won't join you because then you don't have to put up with my uh, jet plane snoring. <laughs> No one said about anything about going to bed. Yeah, yeah the next day as well, Mark. Yeah, I've got to get up earlier. Fuzzy Sunday. So it looks like Fuzzy Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Give that a quick shout out, Mark. Uh, that's coming up too. Fuzzy Sundays. Uh, that is one not to miss. So make sure you, when you get back in the car, all the way back, do it responsibly, and make sure you've got a driver that hasn't been drinking. Um, quick shout out to our friends at Heaps Normal. Uh, we must give them a quick plug, Marky. <laughs> and uh, it's ironic, beautiful product on hand. Great to see a new, the new, um, new half, release. Half day hazy. It's pretty delicious. The yellow oh. can. Sorry, these backdrops are weird. Yep. We'll believe you. Um, the lounge room lager. Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, Fuzzy Sundays. Is there a little sneaky you can give us? Who's yep. on, Who's on the bill? Yep, I think promo is going to go out in the next few days. And, yeah, it's the day after River Ops. That's just a coincidence. Um, but, hey, I'll back up the next day and go have a 12-hour day. Uh, a few tram stops north of your backdrop there, Aaron. Yep, have a go yourself. Uh, yep. River of Snakes, the Crano Plans, Ben Lease and Left of the Dial, the Mean Times, Faulkner Walking Society and Beautiful Buildings, an eclectic, fun lineup, including some interstate visitors. It'll be a lot of fun. Doors at yeah. 12, 12 noon. Perfect. Well, shout out to you and the crew that put that together, Mark. It's a fantastic event. Um, long may it continue. Every RSL in Melbourne should be doing the same thing. So jump on board the Coburg RSL concept. Um, you'd be surprised how many people turn up at your venue when you offer something good and good musicians. So well done, Mark. Long may it continue. Uh, congratulations to you guys again as Font um, on the new single pretty lately and look forward to seeing you out there soon. Yeah. yeah and you too. You too. Thanks, Thanks mate. for joining us. See you guys. Yeah. See Good ya. night. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic to have the guys from Font join us. Um, and YouTube, we'll post a couple of links to where you can um, get on and have a uh, watch it, get rewatch that song. Uh, and also Linktree for Font Band is where Font underscore Band is what you're looking for. For get all the information, get on Bandcamp, 
purchase a single, gift it to a friend, do all those good things. And most importantly, get out there and see a band over the weekend. So thanks for joining us, everyone. 17th of October, episode 111 of So What's Been Happening. We'll see you in a week's time, roughly, um, for Jessica Lux and then into uh, Zoe Fox and the Rocket Clocks. So we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us on So What's Been Happening. <laughs>